his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. 3.35, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. It is a Friday afternoon. Oh my goodness, yes, it really, really is. We have made it. Congratulations, self high fives all the way around. Uh, we're fortunate to have some uh, good folks representing our area up in D.C. One of the best for my money is uh, Rob Whitman serving the first district here in our beloved Commonwealth, and it's always great to have him on the program. Rob, thank you for being here. Jeff, it's great to be back with you. Thanks again for the opportunity. Absolutely, sir. I'm looking at uh, something called the uh, TAP American Resources Act that you are uh, uh, you are all about. And uh, can you share with us exactly what that is? Absolutely. Well, it's an effort by uh, our chairman of the National Resources Committee to make sure that we are making it easier for uh, our companies in the United States to utilize our resources. These are our natural resources, and we want to make sure that we are thoughtful and reasonable about how we regulate them, but not making it impossible for that to happen. And what happens is administratively, we've seen the hoops that people have to jump through in order to to use these resources, to use them for the benefit of everybody and to be able to conserve those resources becomes incredibly difficult. And what we're trying to do is just say, let's let's just make this thoughtful simple and straightforward, not so complex that it makes it, you know, on the verge of impossible to develop those. I mean, we have uh, examples all the time where people have to jump through bureaucratic loop after loop after loop after loop mm-hmm. and, and still aren't able to, to get in there and develop these, these sources, whether it's sources of energy or other things that we need for this country. Remember, Jeff, it's not just energy and us being energy independent and making sure we bring down the cost of energy and in turn make sure that we get our economy back on track. But it's also critical minerals. It's things like rare earth elements, things that we need for the manufacture of semiconductors. So we are not dependent on China, who today own and control over 98% of the rare earth elements across this earth. We need to do more to make sure that we can unleash our American energy, our minerals, the things that we need here for the well-being of this country. I don't think people fully understand, Rob, the the threat that China poses. This is something you've been talking about forever and ever. Rob? 
Yes, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Yes, you know, I'm ahead. saying, you know, you've been talking about the threat of China forever yeah. and ever. Do you, you, you want to just do me a favor and just sort of step up and remind everybody why there is such a, I think it's an existential threat from the, the People's Republic of China, don't you? I do, absolutely, Jeff. In fact, uh, one of my uh, opening uh, remarks for the Select Committee on the Strategic Competition between the United States and the Chinese Communist Party is the Chinese Communist Party is the threat of our lifetime. This is the biggest uh, effort that we have to undertake as a nation to combat that threat. China wants to defeat us on every level, Mm -hmm. whether it's the the fentanyl that flows across the border that's caused nearly 110,000 deaths in the past year, whether it's what they're doing to purchase critical farmlands, whether it's what they're doing to recruit intellectual talent back to China, whether it's what they're doing in financial markets to weaken the United States, whether it's what they're doing to endanger the United States and our friends and allies, not just in the Indo-Pacific, but around the world at every turn, Jeff. You know, in the Cold War, it was we kind of knew what the issue was with Russia. It was a military, it was a nuclear threat. For China, it's everywhere. It's everything that we do. It's our economy. It's our families. It's our, it's our nation's security. At every turn, it is, it's incredible. And as you look at what those threats mean in the long term, and, and I, was, I just this week was over at the Marine Corps Warfighting Laboratory, and prior to that, uh, there with the, uh, the, the, the Navy um, uh, War College, and looking at what happens in these wargaming scenarios, it, it is sobering, Jeff, and it keeps me up at night as to what this means to the nation. If we were to find ourselves in a conflict, This is beyond the imagination of what I think people uh, see today, and and it will change our nation and this world uh, by orders of magnitude if we don't today deter Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party. We need to make sure, Jeff, that this is a daily effort with everything we have as a nation to make sure that today Xi Jinping says, no, not today. I am not going to try to take on the United States today. I'm not going to try to retake Taiwan today because they look each and every day for American weakness. And Xi Jinping uh, is, is a bully, and he asks himself every day, is today the day? Is today the day that I have the advantage that I need to take on the United States? And we have to work with everything we have to make sure the answer to that question every day is no. Rob Whitman, congressman from the uh, 1st District, is joining us. You know, one of the problems that uh, I, I see, Rob, is that we, uh, we, we're we expending an awful lot of money uh, on this Ukraine matter. And if I've got to stack up China and Russia, I see a much bigger threat from China than Russia. Am, am, I, am I looking at this wrong? Well, listen, there's a significant threat from China. My concern is we are seeing China work with Russia. We're seeing China purchase energy from Russia to help them fund their their unprovoked attack on a sovereign nation there in Ukraine. So uh, my concern is that those two countries are now working together, working together in ways that uh, really, you know, magnify the threat to the United States. So I, I, I would argue from both standpoints, China and Russia offer a threat. Certainly China, uh, as, as far as what they can sustain in that threat, is larger than Russia. But I don't think you can discount the Russian threat either because you know Vladimir Putin is 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 I think at a point of being uh, very desperate in what they're facing there uh, in Ukraine and with that he's turning to China saying China help us and and they're doing it in some respects they're buying their energy they're helping them financially in other ways 
They have not at this particular point chosen to provide them materials for war. But if they do, that is a game changer. So, uh, listen, there, there is, you know, there are multiple layers of this of this threat. And my big concern is, is that, you know, China or Russia also is looking to combine with China and vice versa. And that in and of itself, too, is very, very challenging for the United States. Interesting, interesting stuff. Congressman Rob Whitman joining us. Uh, we, we, we see a lot of people uh, who put money away, Rob, for their kids. I'm in a situation, as you know, I got three kids. I got uh, yeah. uh, my, my, my oldest is out at Stanford. My youngest guy is a senior at Patrick Chandry trying to figure out what he's going to do. And they've each got one of these 529 accounts. And then uh, for Julia because she is so severely disabled. She's not going to school, but she has what's called an ABLE account, which is kind of like a 529 for for disabled kids. But 529s, I mean, we always hear about them uh, being used to send kids to, to college, and you're going to get a degree in this and a degree in that, and sometimes the, the kids graduate. They don't they don't have the ability to get a job, though, you know? So uh, I know you're looking at this, uh, what, what do you call it, the Freedom to Invest in Tomorrow's Workforce Act, which uh, mm-hmm. uh, strikes me as something that's, that's pretty good, makes a lot of sense. It does. It's just common sense, Jeff. You know, when, when parents start to save in these 529 savings accounts, just as you have. You know, children are very young, and at that particular point, you really don't know what path they're on. You hope that they have that opportunity to go to college, but, but you don't know when they get older. They may have a different thought. They may say, hey, listen, I don't want to go and get a two-year degree or a four-year degree. I want to go to a, to a trade school and get a career in technical education certification. Uh, parents ought to be able to use those dollars in ways that best suit their children's needs. So we shouldn't limit it and say, oh, sorry, it's only a two-year, four-year degree, and if not, guess what? You've you got to pay taxes on the money. Yeah. What we ought to say is, no, let's give you maximum flexibility to use those dollars in the best way for your children. And if your child gets to that age and says, hey, listen, uh, Dad, I want to I become a licensed electrician, but I need to go to school and get my certification and go through those efforts, you ought to be able to use the dollars for that. You ought to be able to use it. If they say, listen, I want to go be a, be a certified network engineer or I want to be a, a draftsman or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Today, Jeff, as we speak, the needs in the workforce are so diverse that college degree is not the only track to get there. In fact, if you look in the future, 60% of the new jobs in the future will not require a college degree, right. but they will require additional education above high school. So let's let those dollars be used in the best interest of our children. I think it just makes sense. And we and we need our children to be in those jobs. We need that skill set. These are very highly skilled jobs. They're different than a college degree. Right. But let's enable our children to do that. And, and given flexibility with these 529 savings accounts is one way to do that. I think it's a great idea. Again, you're talking about common sense. And, and if, in fact, your child were to choose something today that doesn't align with this uh, degree program, uh, if they wanted to access the 529 money, as you said, you got to pay taxes on it then, right? Yes, that's correct. That's correct. If, you, if it's not used for that very specific set of circumstances for a formal education that results in a degree, hmm. then you cannot use those dollars. And that, to me, is, 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 uh, is regretful because we ought to make sure that for any educational opportunity for our children, those dollars ought to be there tax-free to be used by families. I'll tell you what, I, I've got friends, as you know, uh, certified auto repair in the, over in uh, Lakeside, man. They, they've got uh, auto techs. Uh, they're, they're making six figures a year. They're doing far better than guys who went to uh, uh, four-year schools. But, uh, yeah. you know, they couldn't a- access this sort of money for career or technical education. That, that, that's, that's just wrong, in my opinion. 
It is. And, and think about it too, Jeff. If, if you're there and you, and, and you need also to say, hey, I, I, I want to go back and get some additional education to advance my career, you ought to be yeah. able to do that too. Uh, listen, folks in these technology areas, if you are, if you are a, 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 a certified mechanic today and you go to, to, to the schools to be able to do that, whether it's the major manufacturer schools, you, know, you, are, you are a computer technologist. You understand the science and physics of an automobile. I mean, you are an advanced, skilled tradesman to be able to do that. Think about it. If you're, if you're a shipyard worker and you are welding the steel in the compartments that hold the nuclear reactors, you have more formal education than a neurosurgeon. And you're making, as you said, six figures a year. Why are we emphasizing those jobs, which are just as critical to this nation as college degree jobs? So this smacks of so much common sense. I'm I'm hopeful. I don't know. I got my fingers crossed here. But are, are we going to get some bipartisan support on this? This ought to be something that crosses party lines. It it does. It does. I think folks across the spectrum. This is one of those places where you know you, you, how how can you not agree to this? How can you say no? We don't want our children to have those opportunities. We don't want families to have their children have access to these dollars, especially since when they're young, we're not quite sure where they're going to end up, but we want to make sure that we get them on a path to success. So yes, this is a no-brainer, bipartisan, should pass overwhelmingly, it should be signed into law, should be there, I think, tomorrow. Uh, Now, it'll take a little bit longer than that, unfortunately, but it should be there immediately. All right. Excellent. Hey, uh, for folks who are, are looking for some constituent service, I've talked about this in the past because uh, uh, I've had nothing but uh, incredible experience uh, working with your, uh, your district staff. Uh, how, do they, how do they access those fine folks? Jeff, the, the fastest and easiest thing to do is to go to our website. You can go to Whitman, that's W-I-T-T-M-A-N dot house dot G-O-V. And you can either send us an email through that portal or you can dial any of our district offices. All those numbers are there. Or you can dial our Washington office. Let us know what we can do to help, and we will be there. And it's simple things. Sometimes it may be, oh, gosh, i got to get my passport renewed. Mm-hmm. Or it may be I've got an issue with the IRS. Or I'm a veteran and, uh, you know, I'm having a hard time getting the information from my DD-214. Or I'm having a problem getting my, my veterans' benefits. Whatever it may be, if there is a – there's a federal government nexus. We want to be there to help you. But I want to emphasize this too, Jeff. Even if there's not a federal government nexus, call us. We're there to help. We, we will help guide you and get you to the right place. If there's a dog that's been running around your street for the last two weeks and you go, I'm at wit's end. I don't know what to do. <laughs> call our office. We, we are glad to help you. We will get you connected to, to the right person to make sure that that gets taken care of. No doubt about it. Absolutely uh, think the world of your uh, your district staff. They do an amazing constituent service. Rob Whitman, Congressman from the 1st District, it is always my pleasure to welcome you on this program. I thank you for making the time and hope you have a uh, fantastic day and a blessed weekend. Thanks, Jeff. You and your listeners the same. Have a blessed weekend. Be safe, and we look forward to joining you again soon. Thank you, sir. That is Congressman Rob Whitman, and I think he's one of the good guys. This is what I've developed over the years. I really do think he's just one of the uh, the good guys, a solid guy, helpful, honest, uh, straightforward. And that thing about the 529 money, uh, this is about as common sense as you can get. I can't imagine anybody, right, left, or center, being opposed to that. My fingers are crossed. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. 
but with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.